Welcome to this audio recording of the ParkCast audio series, episode 48, Developmental Assets of Children and Youth Aged 10 and Over, Internal Assets. This ParkCast will focus on the internal assets of school-aged children and youth. Internal assets are related to the youth's individual motivations, competencies, and sense of self. Ensuring youth living in out-of-home care are able to function in the world as adults is an important component of service provision for youth in out-of-home care. The more developmental assets a youth has, the better they will be able to function in the future. While internal assets focus on the youth's rapidly developing cognitive processes, the family and community context within which the youth grows up has a large impact on how these internal assets are developed. This section will cover the steps that caregivers and workers can take to increase the youth's internal assets. Commitment to learning. Educational attainment is crucial for later success in life. Educated adults tend to make more money and live longer and healthier lives. This does not mean that every youth needs to have a university degree in order to be considered successful, but it does mean that the youth needs to be provided with the support to finish high school and to do any other educational requirements necessary to achieve their long-term goals, whether that includes attending university, a college, a technical school, or an apprenticeship or certification program. Achievement Motivation In order to do well in life, youth must be motivated to do well in and out of school by the adults in their lives. Caregiver involvement in academics, such as educational expectations and academic advice, are associated with student academic success. What caregivers can do. Stimulate youth's self-motivation to succeed by being open about what is expected of the youth academically and why these expectations exist. Celebrate academic successes, such as a good test score or the completion of an assignment before a deadline. Discuss with the youth the connection between their academic success and their life goals. The majority of jobs require a high school diploma at minimum. Have responses prepared to statements that there are many successful people who did not complete school. For instance, reason that while Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, and Oprah Winfrey all dropped out of college, they all completed high school and were accepted into some of the top colleges in the U.S. Learning engagement. Youth learn best when they enjoy learning or find meaning in what they learn. What caregivers can do. If caregivers notice a lack of academic engagement, they should try and figure out why this is occurring. Is the youth struggling with the material and disengaging due to a lack of belief in their own abilities? Does the youth lack the time or resources to engage with the material? Does the youth not recognize any usefulness to the material they are learning? Help youth get organized by providing a daily planner to manage timelines, tasks, and goals. Merely providing the planner will not teach the youth to manage their time. They must be instructed on how to use it, and then their progress must be monitored. Check the planner at random to ensure that it is used and deadlines are being met without making the youth feel that their actions are being excessively scrutinized. Set consequences if deadlines are not met or you find that they are forgetting to use the planner. Youth learn best when they enjoy learning or find meaning in what they learn. Encourage learning by helping youth find the connections between what they learn and how it relates to their own lives. For example, connect lessons on history to an article or or news report about what is going on in relation to that issue today. What workers can do. 
Talk with youth regularly about their progress in school and their engagement to school. If there are any issues, they must be addressed immediately before they impact students' learning. Schoolwork is designed to be a scaffold, where concepts build on each other. If a student does not understand a unit early on, they are more likely to struggle with all subsequent units. Meet regularly with the caregiver and the teacher to discuss the youth's engagement with school and any academic concerns that might have arisen. The youth must feel supported and accepted by the school in order for the engagement to take place. Find out if there are classes or times when the youth does not feel supported and what can be done to increase support. In some cases, it might become necessary for workers to arrange for further testing of youth who are struggling significantly with school. It is possible that learning disorders might be preventing youth from engaging with the learning environment, in which case an individual education plan will need to be developed to address these difficulties. Model a love of learning by sharing with the youth some of the professional development activities that you have undertaken as a worker. Homework. Arguably the bane of youth's existence, homework allows youth to practice what they learn in school on their own. Youth will try to procrastinate as long as possible or do the minimum amount of work required instead of their best effort if left unmotivated. What caregivers can do. Teach youth how to plan ahead and budget their time for larger projects, which might be due in several weeks. For example, sit with the youth and break down a book report due in three weeks into scheduled times to visit the library in the first week, read the book in the second week, write the report in the third week. Encourage the youth to set their own realistic timelines and create to-do lists with each assignment. Have a homework routine that is consistent. Designate a specific time and place for youth to complete their homework before they can engage in other activities. What workers can do. In some cases, youth might struggle with homework and academics. In these cases, it might become necessary to arrange for a tutor or help the caregiver to do so. The school or local library will likely be able to make recommendations on available services. Bonding to school. Youth's school and the adults in their school can be an important resource for promoting their development. This can be accomplished by ensuring that youth form positive connections with their school and their teachers. What caregivers can do. Avoid criticizing the school or its teachers in front of the youth. If there are any concerns about the teachers or the school, bring them up in meetings with the teacher or the principal. Promote the youth's bonding to the school by encouraging them to get involved in school activities, such as student council, yearbook committee, dance committee, or sports, depending on their interests. Teach the youth that opportunities for learning at school are not limited to book learning. Ask youth about their experiences at school. Be specific in your inquiries. Replace how was school with Tell me three good things that happened at school today. Reading for pleasure. Voluntary reading is associated with better reading comprehension, which in turn is associated with better school success. The self-reports of disadvantaged students who, despite all odds, did well in school, all point to having educational resources, including books to read for pleasure, as one of the key components to their academic success. What caregivers can do. Be a role model. Caregivers' choices on how they spend their free time can impact the rest of the family. Let youth see that reading can be enjoyable. Visit the library with the youth. Encourage them to access reading materials that they find appealing, whether that is magazines, comic books, fiction, or nonfiction. Find out what books the youth is reading and read those books as well. This will provide opportunities for communication on a shared topic with the youth. Discuss what was good or not so good about the books together. Positive values. Values and attitudes impact youth's behavior because they act based on their beliefs. 
Values are relayed through discussion, example, and instruction, but also through inaction in silence. Caregivers and workers need to be aware of how their action or inaction relays their values to youth, something that youth will quickly pick up on and might emulate. Caring. Youth are aware of the importance of caring about and helping others and practice it in their daily lives. What caregivers can do. Model caring behavior in front of the youth. This could include celebrating the success of people not in the immediate family, offering to help when faced with someone in need, for example, carrying the heavy groceries for a mother of young children, and volunteering in the community. What workers can do. Demonstrate caring for the youth. Attend games and performances that the youth is participating in, even if it is only for part of the event. This behavior shows the youth that they are cared for, and it can increase their own capacity to care for others. Equality and social justice. When youth understand the importance of standing up for others and that all people have equal rights. What caregivers can do. Educate the youth on differences between want and need. They may not be able to appreciate what they have compared to others. Use these discussions to encourage youth to help those who have less, from volunteering and donating to the food bank to helping out in the community. Ask youth to think about how they can help in the community without donating money. For example, donating outgrown toys or clothes. Be conscious of how you talk about people living in poverty, people with disabilities, and racial, ethnic, and sexual orientation minority groups. Youth will replicate the language and behavior they are exposed to at home in the community. Follow current events with the youth. This might include watching the news together or sharing local news stories from the newspaper. Consider action that the youth might take to address a certain topic. Discussing social justice topics can help caregivers connect to youth as well as broaden the youth's understanding of the world. What workers can do. Connect caregivers and youth to the organizations in their community that can help youth experience the concepts of equality and social justice in practice. For example, Habitat for Humanity or Red Cross. Integrity and honesty. When youth understand that it is important to stand up for their beliefs and to tell the truth. What caregivers can do. Be respectful of people whose lifestyles or opinions differ from your own. Correct youth if they disparage someone for their lifestyle or opinion. Teach youth to respectfully disagree with those whose opinions differ from their own. For example, caregivers can discuss the positives and negatives of ideas without making overgeneralizations or blanket statements. Allow youth to express their opinions without judgment from family members by creating a safe space in the home for youth to express their personal ideology. Teach youth about the difference between free speech and hate speech and how they can express their opinions without infringing on the rights of others. What workers can do. Model honesty and integrity in your relationship with the youth. While it might be difficult for the youth, be sensitive but honest as you discuss their possibility for reunification and other permanency options. While workers rarely set out to lie to youth, a desire to spare the feelings of youth might lead workers to be not completely honest. Youth who later discovered the deception will feel more upset about the perceived betrayal than if the situation had been explained at the outset. Responsibility. When the youth is able to take responsibility for their own actions. What caregivers can do. Encourage youth to participate in family decision-making and planning. Make them responsible for some aspect of carrying out the agreed-upon plan. 
Assigning youth chores is another way of teaching youth responsibility. It emphasizes the youth has a role in the family and that others are depending on them to complete that role. Provide youth with the opportunity to babysit younger children. When youth can start babysitting will depend on their maturity level, but having responsibility over the behavior of others can help youth foster their own sense of accountability. As youth age, let them be responsible for handling their own money and how it is spent. Reinforce responsible spending by refusing to give the youth more money if they spent it all on the first allowance. What workers can do. Older youth, those over 16, should be encouraged to get a part-time job, either informally, such as babysitting, pet sitting, yard work, or formally. Ensure that the location, hours, workplace, and type of work is safe and reflects the youth's abilities. Having a personal source of income will also give youth the opportunity to practice financial management. Healthy lifestyle and restraint. When youth have healthy relationships with dating partners and exercise restraint in avoiding alcohol and other drugs. What caregivers can do. Practice what you teach. Show youth what caring relationships look like through the interactions between the primary caregiver and your intimate partner. This does not apply only to caregivers who are dating, but also caregivers who are already married or cohabitating. A regular date night where caregivers and their partners demonstrate caring and respect for each other models dating behavior for teens. Youth will model the behavior they witness between their caregiver and the partner. Talk with youth about their dating partners. Require the youth to bring dating partners home so that you can meet them. Younger youth, depending on their maturity level, should not be allowed to go on unsupervised dates. Encourage the youth to go on group dates or to functions that are supervised by adults, like dances or school events. Discuss passive and active consent with youth and that any sexual behavior or activities without active consent needs to be reported to the caregiver and authorities. Explain to youth that passive consent, which is not saying no, but also not saying yes, is not the same thing as actually getting consent. Youth will follow their caregiver's lead on behaviors such as smoking and drinking. Youth whose caregivers smoke are less able to convince youth of the dangers of smoking. Lectures on smoking or drinking are also less effective when the caregivers consistently relate their opposition to teenage smoking and drinking through everyday conversations. Over-the-counter medications are increasingly being used by youth as recreational drugs. Ensure that medications are properly secured and discuss with youth the very serious health effects of improper usage of these medications, such as liver damage from acetaminophen-based products. Let the youth know that the caregiver will always be available for a ride home, no matter the time or the situation, if they get into trouble. Social competencies. The ability to manage emotions is an important step in youth's development and their ability to make decisions and interact with others. Social competence is learned from the adults around the youth and from the youth's own attempts to manage in social situations. Planning and decision-making. When youth are able to consider the consequences of their decisions and actions, youth are able to plan ahead. What caregivers can do. Use everyday activities such as shopping for groceries to teach the youth about financial responsibility. Shopping trips can be used to teach store etiquette, explain reasoning behind certain purchases over others, and practice spending money responsibly. Older youth should be allowed to practice financial decision-making by being sent on shopping trips on their own with discussions taking place afterwards on the reason for their product selection and their ability to stay within budget. 
Youth learn when they are given the opportunity to process events. Caregivers should talk to youth about positive or negative events that occur and discuss why they happened and what might be done differently the next time. This will give youth the opportunity to practice their planning and decision-making skills. Talk youth through some of the decisions that caregivers make. Explain short-term versus long-term costs and benefits about feasibility, using concrete examples from everyday life. Encourage the youth to develop their own pros and cons list when making decisions and try to consider the decision from alternate points of view. Interpersonal competence. Social skills are important for all youth, but might be particularly necessary for child welfare-involved youth. Youth involved in child welfare and living in out-of-home care are more likely to engage in bullying and be the victims of bullying than other youth. What caregivers can do. Teach the elements of courtesy. Taken for granted tasks such as handshaking, eye contact, polite speech, and responses to compliments, as well as telephone etiquette, are important aspects of social competency that youth might not have picked up on by themselves. Whether the youth is the perpetrator or the victim of bullying, it is important to first acknowledge their feelings about the situation. Second, find out the school's policies on bullying. If the youth is a victim of bullying, ensure that the school administration know a problem exists, including by whom, where, and when. Contrary to the popular belief that these are normal adolescent behaviors, bullying is a serious concern that requires adult intervention in order to be resolved. If the youth is the perpetrator of bullying, discuss with the youth how disappointed you are by this behavior and that you still care about the youth. Determine why the behavior is happening. For example, was the youth bullied by someone else? Is this a way of asserting power because the youth feels that they have none? Observe the youth's social behavior. Praise positive behavior and immediately interrupt displays of aggression, whether verbal, physical, or emotional. Discuss alternative strategies for responding and help the youth place themselves in the position of others to increase their empathy. Encourage the youth to take responsibility for their actions and their consequences. What workers can do. If the youth refuses to discuss bullying behaviors with their worker or caregiver, professional help from a counselor or psychologist might be necessary. Seek out professionals who have experience specifically with bullying. Advocacy on the youth's behalf may also be necessary at school to ensure that there are no systematic issues that are promoting bullying behaviors, such as lack of supervision in the hallways. Cultural competence. The more youth know about different cultures and their own, the more comfortable they will be when faced with a variety of situations. What caregivers can do. Show appreciation for others' traditions and lifestyles in front of the youth. Encourage the youth to learn about other cultures and traditions. Talk to the youth about their culture and whether there is anything that can be done by the caregiver to increase the youth's knowledge or connection to their culture or their family of origin. What workers can do. Encourage youth to correspond with other youth from different countries. The local public or school librarian can help connect youth with similar interests through pen pal organizations. This will allow the youth to learn about different cultures and have an opportunity to discuss their own cultural identity with others. Resistance skills. When youth are able to refuse dangerous or wrong activities in people. What caregivers can do. Teach youth how to resist pressure. Use role play to practice possible scenarios and brainstorm ways youth can respond if they are being pressured to do something they know they should not do. Strategies include saying no with a reason. For example, no, cigarette smoke makes my breath stink. Use humor. Forget it, I'd rather go play in the freeway, it's safer. Apply pressure themselves. No, I thought you were smarter than that. 
and always have a way out. For example, saying, sorry I can't stick around, I'd promise my sister I'd take her to a movie. Tell youth that if all else fails, they can use you, their caregiver, as their biggest excuse. For example, are you kidding? My mom would be really mad if I did that. I would be grounded for a year. Sorry, I can't. Teach youth about healthy alternatives to stress relief. Exercise, walking, music, meditating, and praying are all more beneficial stress relievers than food, shopping, sex, or alcohol. Peaceful conflict resolution. When youth are able to resolve their conflicts peacefully. Being able to resolve conflict without violence requires youth not only to recognize their own emotions and motivations, but also the emotions and motivations of others. What caregivers can do. Encourage youth to take some time when they are upset before initiating a confrontation. Youth might seem angry when they are in fact feeling hurt. Taking time can help youth understand their own feelings before discussions continue. Younger youth might require assistance from caregivers in order to understand and identify feelings. When talking with upset youth, do not say, I know how you feel. Rather say, tell me how you're feeling. The second phrase is more comforting and does not assume that you understand the youth's experience. Encourage youth to use I statements to express themselves instead of making accusations. For example, encourage youth to say, I feel angry when you do that instead of, you're stupid for doing that. Model conflict resolution skills within your own social circle. Allow minor bickering to occur, only interfering if the situation might become emotionally or physically harmful. This will allow youth to learn to settle their differences on their own and to put in action the skills that they have been taught. Ensure that the youth knows the difference between bullying and normal conflict. Discuss ways in which the youth can firmly support their positions without resorting to threats or intimidation. What workers can do. Youth who have been placed in out-of-home care might be unwilling to show emotions other than anger for fear of being judged or being seen as weak. Make sure that the youth understands that emotions such as grief and anxiety are normal. Teach youth some of the strategies of fair conflict resolution. Being respectful, focus on the problem, not the person, Focus on one subject or issue at a time, taking timeouts to manage emotions, actively listening to the other person's perspective and not assuming what, to know what the other party is thinking, seeking a solution to the issue, and attempting to reach forgiveness and acceptance of each other. Positive identity. Optimism and a positive view of oneself helps youth to respond in, to stress in their social and academic lives. Personal power. Youth who feel in control of their future and that they can influence what happens to them. Youth's belief in their own abilities is related to their success. What caregivers can do. Discuss with the youth ways in which they can contribute to society. Youth will be more likely to recognize their own personal power if they recognize that they can make a difference. What workers can do. Meaningfully include youth in discussions and decisions about the youth's out-of-home placement and make their voice central to the goals developed in any permanency plan. It is difficult for youth to feel that they have any control in their lives if the adults in their lives do not make an effort to solicit the youth's opinion and incorporate it into the decisions that affect them. In some cases, it might not be possible for youth's request to be fulfilled. For example, if youth wants reunification but the family of origin is unsafe. In these cases, it is crucial to discuss with youth why their requests cannot be fulfilled at this time. Acknowledge their concerns through frank and honest discussions.
Self-esteem. Youth's self-esteem is an important predictor of their risk of suicide. Youth exposed to violence are particularly at risk for low self-esteem. What caregivers can do. Do not compare one youth with another. Instead, reaffirm each person's unique talents. Celebrate the youth's successes, accomplishments, and rites of passage. This will let them know that you are paying attention to their successes and acknowledge their progress that they have made. Celebrations can include photos, special meals, or just verbal confirmation. Encourage the youth to express pride in his or her own accomplishments. Do not allow them to underestimate themselves or their own abilities by minimizing the importance of the things that they have accomplished. Do not praise the youth for everything they do, regardless of effort. A C grade that the youth really worked hard for should be praised more than an A grade where the youth barely tried. Praise that is not linked to effort might increase the youth's self-esteem, but it decreases their ability to persevere in the face of difficulty or to challenge themselves. Youth can be very concerned with their appearance and what others think of them, to the extent that it will impact their own self-worth. While designer labels are outside the budget of most families, go shopping with the youth to find clothes that will still meet their fashion needs without going over budget. Ensure clothing styles are appropriate to the age and maturity of the youth. Discuss the messages that certain clothing styles suggest and help the youth understand that certain occasions will require more formal clothes, such as church or school or special occasions. Sense of purpose and positive view of personal future. Hopeful thinking about one's personal future has a direct effect on one's expectations, which in turn impacts one's actual achievements. What caregivers can do. Draw the youth's attention to possible careers that align with their interests and strengths. Get them to try to envision themselves in that job and discuss whether that career would appeal to them or not. The more possibilities that youth foresee for themselves, the better, because it indicates that they have a positive view of their future and their own abilities. Some youth might feel a little bit overwhelmed with the number of possibilities and visualizing will help them narrow down the choices. Encourage youth to research possible occupations and the qualifications required. Libraries and schools can offer career counseling aimed at youth and young adults. Be optimistic about the youth's future. If the caregiver questions the youth's ability to succeed, the youth will question it too. Teach youth that multiple intelligence exists like verbal, logical, mathematical, spatial, bodily kinesthetic, musical, interpersonal, intrapersonal, and naturalist, and that these will impact the way that people learn. While schools focus on some intelligences over others, youth might excel at non-traditional intelligences, and they should be made aware of it in order to increase their sense of self. What workers can do. Connect youth to mentoring programs, such as Big Brothers Big Sisters, so that youth can talk with other adults about possible career paths. If such a long-term program is not available, consider short-term vocational opportunities, such as a cooperative educational program offered at some schools. Alternatively, youth can also shadow for a day. Find out what businesses and organizations in the area might accept a youth for the day of shadowing. In this way, youth can experience various working environments identify their preferences, and gain a better understanding of the wide range of options that are available to them. Discuss with the caregiver whether there are any adult friends who would be able to take the youth to their place of employment, basing the choices on the environment that the youth is interested in, for example, indoors or outdoors type work. Conclusions. While internal assets can be harder to develop for youth than external assets, since so much of the work depends on youth themselves, 
Caregivers and workers need to help provide youth with an environment that promotes asset building. Youth's social competencies and identity formation has significant long-term implications for their growth as independent adults. Without positive values and a commitment to learning, youth can be at risk for antisocial behavior including drug use or criminal activity. Children and youth involved in child protection services are already facing additional challenges compared to the general population, and they require the complete support of adults in their lives to ensure that their development is not neglected by continuously working to support their asset development. Caregivers and workers should conduct frequent informal assessment of youth's internal assets. Issues with peers, school engagement, or self-esteem can occur at any time and without immediate intervention can negatively impact the youth's development. Caregivers and workers need to have frequent conversations with youth to informally determine whether youth have the assets necessary to achieve their full potential and any gaps should be addressed promptly. You have been listening to the podcast series, episode 48, Developmental Assets of Children and Youth Aged 10 and Older, Internal Assets. Part Canada is a membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For information about the organization and to access resources, please visit the Part Canada website at www.partcanada.org.